In this episode of the Explore Information Security Podcast, what does Jason Street, Dave Cronister, Johnny Christmas, April Wright, and Ben Brown think about security? Welcome to the Explore Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we have a special episode, I guess you could say. It's in the rotation, but there's a couple things different about this one than the usual format. It is recorded live in a room with a bunch of people. Uh, Jason Street, Dave Cronister, Johnny Christmas, April Wright, Ben Brown. And then we have some surprise guests. Adrian Crenshaw, aka Iron Geek, shows up. So does Kevin Johnson of Secure Ideas, and they contribute to a fantastic discussion on a lot of things within our within the security industry certificates hiring interviewing where to get started soft skills show me con and other cons which is where we were at by the way and i got to say i really appreciate dave cronister the one of the co-organizers of show me con he provided the microphones, the room, and he really encouraged me to get this done. This is something I've wanted to do at other conferences before. I just never did it. And he really was like excited about doing it and kind of, you know, hey man, you got everything you need. And so it's like at that point I got to do it, right? And it turned out fantastic. Uh, I really, really like it. For people who listen to The Nerdist, this is a similar format where I kind of just hit the record button and we go. And I tried to edit for brevity but uh, yeah it's 90 minutes long so it's it's a longer episode we'll see how it goes feedback is always welcome and particularly this one if you like it dislike it hit me up timothy.dblock d-e-b-l-o-c-k at gmail.com and then on twitter timothy dblock d-e-b-l-o-c-k simple the other thing i should note is that this is going to have an explicit warning on it i did a lot of guests swear and i I decided not to edit it out and just you know see how this one goes see how people feel about it so if you're if you're riding there in the car with kids you got little ones around maybe not the best one to listen to go to something else or skip to the next week but i think that is all all the uh all the items there so with that let's go ahead and get to the interview I'll let you introduce yourself so people can get used to your voice. Although they probably know your voice at this point. Whatever. Uh, I hear no I'm asleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason E. Street, uh, MSEC Ranger, uh, hacker. Yeah. Okay. I'm Dave Cronister. I'm with uh, Parameter Security and I uh, help run Showmacon. And actually, the sponsor of this podcast because we are using your audio mics to hey, record. Hey, <laughs> if, if, in your like, room. Yeah. In my room. <laughs> in the room. Giving back to the community. We're also wearing all my underwear as well. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nothing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wearing it, so. <laughs> uh, Johnny Christmas, uh, hashtag crappy Jason Street. <laughs> <laughs> In my Chinese suit jacket, <laughs> um, penetration tester, uh, the TSA keys guy, uh, guitarist for Cruciform Injection. Yeah, I can plug my band now. <laughs> so this is probably Johnny's tenth episode with my podcast. Yeah, unintentionally because he can't, you know, shut up. <laughs> we had to make the last one like a three-parter, yeah. so it was so long. No, I sneak into his house and just record episodes. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I mean, why I, my hard drive After full? smelling his hair while he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What hair? 
That's where it all went. The beard area? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't his beard. <laughs> uh, mm. This started out weird. It's only going to get weirder. Yeah. You put all of us <laughs> in the same room. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I told Johnny it was coming. He's like, he's like, you know this is going to be a shit show, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was like, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. So. I'm April Wright. I work for Verizon, and I do everything. So threat intelligence, SDLC, security, um, pen, I run a pen testing team. Customer uh, support. No, I do not talk to customers. Actually, that's not true. I Outbound mean, sales. I, I do meet with customers occasionally, but um, mostly I secure our infrastructure. Oh. Well, then my apologies. I didn't, I didn't mean to make your job so hard. <laughs> And I'm a recovering introvert, so. Okay. Same. Yeah. 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 I think we all are. Johnny actually Johnny, has talks specifically. I have on talks that. on being a yeah. recovering infro- uh, in, introvert. Infro. Introvert. Infro. 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 Infro say anything. It's kind of an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, me personally, I focus mostly on uh, dark net, uh, dark web, deep dark, dank net, um, the dirt, dirt. research, uh, cybercrime research, underground economies, um, and then also do incident response and CISP training, advanced CISP training, and I don't have a CISP. Nice. What's, what's advanced CISP training? It's an That's just the name of the class. You probably never heard of it. It's too cool. It's getting deep into Biba. Stuff like what was Diffie and Albert's birthdays. Know your historical dates. And then collide them. It actually tells you the proper distance between a bollard and the curb. It's like... Oh, that was that's a good one. That's a good obscure... Do you actually have your cert? Like the bollard certification? Uh, I actually have the Bollard sticker, but I don't have a Bollard shirt. <laughs> yeah, I got the sticker in the shirt. <laughs> yeah, I have a freaking Bollard in my living room. That's that sort of certification. Just <laughs> do you do you have you traffic have problems in your living room? Yeah. Egress, baby, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I got my CISSP in two thousand and one in March. Was there like nine was questions a, on it? No. <laughs> no. I tell people What's it a was punch card. <laughs> <laughs> It was on, I kid you not, it was on Scantron. You could, you had to actually, you actually had to drive. I had to drive to New Orleans. It was the closest place that you could get it. There was uh, two guys from France and a guy from Brazil were there. And one of the guys from France had to uh, give away his translation book because it had definitions of words in it. And so he couldn't use his translation book. And you, I mean, it was like hard. There's no, um, Exams. There was no for dummy books. There were oh, no right. boot camps. Yeah. Oh, there no. was no training. Yeah. Oh. It was literally. I had spent uh, thirty days studying the the red book, the the uh, brown book, reading all these different NIST books. It's yeah. like I felt like I was in hackers again. It's like right. you know, it's like like reading all <laughs> people these. People actually do this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, learning and um, and I remember because it was in New Orleans around St. Patrick's Day. It was March seventeenth is when I got my uh, cert, uh, and I went in for the test and I took it. And I remembered one question that I was like, okay, let me just remember one question and remember the answer so I can go look at it because I remember it being in the book that I was studying. And uh, and so I go and I uh, go back to the hotel and I check it out and I'm like, I got the answer wrong. 
and it just like crushed me because I was like, oh. <laughs> it's like about two weeks later, I got the wo- wooden plaque, a lapel pin, and, <laughs> and got the sort like it's like they actually gave them wooden plaques back then. Yeah, it's like so. It's like I have like. And I got my CSSP, so it's like so. It, it looks crazy. like you're way more proud of it than you actually are. <laughs> <laughs> you know where it is? It's now. It's now my, my near my Sayers G sec, like on the bottom of the bookcase it's somewhere. Box. It's like so, I wanted so, to do. I've got a whole bunch of different kinds of certs. Yeah. Like I, uh, IDS certs, uh, my ISS certs. It's like uh, all these like really checkpoint certs, yeah. like CCSC. Oh, right. So I got and I want to just like put them like like doctors' offices, you know, they have them all framed to put them <laughs> yeah. on the wall. Just put all these certs on the wall, like I'm like all uh, cr- credentialed and stuff. I have I like forty yeah. HP printer repair certs. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. All this stuff. Rock my MCSE two thousand three. There you go. Oh, man. I'm like yo, let's get Bill Gates. Now. We turned so, certifications exactly. into an inside joke, and I have like fifteen of them now. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just like, how many can Pokemon? You get? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How many can you get? Was there no like physical like uh, uh, rollerblading assessment then? <laughs> no. <laughs> luckily, I, I, luckily, I did that. Actually, my 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 coordination was a lot better back then, but no, no. So talking about like certs lagging behind the technology and talking about other well-respected certifications, uh, when I went for my A plus uh, years and years ago, uh, there were questions about riser cards and SCSI mm. and yeah. oh yeah, I'm like and you had to know interrupts and memory addresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like what? They're, what what year is this? Yeah, I, I took my uh, I took my A plus would have been in ninety. Well, let's just say the late night. You're old. <laughs> and you know it was bad. It was just called the A back. Because I passed. <laughs> and the lady goes, that's good. Do you want to teach it? <laughs> what the hell? No. You mean no one passes this crap? So, And I think I wasn't grandfathered in, so come, it's almost 30 years. What? But it's for the A+, plus, I did not even study. I didn't get a no. book. Nothing. Yeah. Well, was... you had the, like, what's the feat of, you know, scuzzy type or right. whatever. Yeah, those like things. I had been a cable monkey for a while. Yeah. So. The uh, when I, I used to brag when I took the A plus Mac OS was still on it, but now it's back on it. So I totally lost <laughs> the bragging right. People are like, yeah, what? So you took it what yet now? <laughs> yeah. I used to teach a cert we won't discuss. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I taught one in Iceland, and um, there was all these foreigners in there, and and this cert was kind of okay at the beginning, just. When you're in Iceland, Iceland, they're not foreigners. Yeah, I was say you're one of the. No, foreigners. no, they were actually they were they were. Uh, no, that was the band foreigners. Foreigners. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all the foreigners. Cold as ice. <laughs> we were in America at the time. All at once, all of them start raising their hands, going, "We don't know what this word means. We don't know what this word is." Baller. Baller. Number four is B. Just yeah, be right. done with it right Baller. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, a certain. I think it's that's mostly a, a British word, though. You're the best yeah. teacher. I think we all wanted that teacher. Like yeah. A B B A C D A C B. Are you writing this down? <laughs> <laughs> you paid seven hundred bucks for this class. <laughs> oh lord. Yeah. So speaking of certs, good or bad? What? Um, well, I, like all certs ever? Well, this, yeah, no, within our I've industry. Got, I've got a nuanced answer to that because it's like I'm a high school dropout. It's like never been to college. Right. If I didn't have my CISSP, it's like, and I had a boss that like made me go get it and gave me the time to study for it, uh, 
I would have been stuck after my second job because like he put me into, he gave me that first opportunity to be a network security administrator back in 2000. He let me study to get my CISSB and then when that company went under and he went to another energy company, he brought me in to that one. Uh, but after that, I would have been out of luck. It's like, because uh, it, I didn't have any other certifications. It's like, and with no education and no certification, I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. So. Um, I think certifications are just as valid as diplomas for one important thing. They get you through an HR requirement, but it doesn't matter if you have a hundred certifications and a PhD. It's like fine with the getting into the job, then question that person and make them show that they understand why they got that certification. Make sure they understand the content behind it. So don't base anything based on letters behind someone's name. It's like, if you want to know, it's like, don't look at their certifications, question them about what their knowledge is and what they know. It's like, that's the key thing. It's not about the paper. It's about the knowledge that person's retained on it. It's like anybody can learn how to go. This is the, the check mark I got to make to make that, to, to make that test and pass it. You got to actually uh, interrogate the person when you're doing an interview process to say, do you know what this means? It's like, do you know what the three-way handshake is? It's right. like, do you know, uh, not like bollard questions, but asking them seriously. <laughs> it's like, in this What baller question? Exactly. <laughs> baller question. It's like, you, you ask them, it's like, what, what's an incident? And how would you handle this incident? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what's a, uh, if a- That's um, one of my go-tos. If, yeah, if you detected a uh, thing going through here, it's like an intrusion detection, how would you be able to pull that out of Wireshark and see exactly where the threat's coming from? And it's like ask them those kind of questions because that's what their job is going to be about. Don't do obtuse. Say these are things that have happened in our in our mm -hmm. job in our employment. Can you fit through that and do those things? It's your yeah, greatest I weakness. Absolutely attest to that. 100%. The uh, okay. that happens even with just degrees in like other industries. Like you can't just like show up and be like, got my bachelor's. Where's my paycheck? Like you still have to go through that interview process. And a great interviewer is going to make sure that that person is going to fit. Because you can buy buy your diploma on the dark net. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in the talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I showed everyone in our talks today that like you wanna be you wanna have a diploma, you can just go buy one. So it's that easy. You wanna you wanna be a CISP, like you can just go buy a CISP diploma, it's that right. easy. Um, but uh, what I always tell people on the other side of the desk is like don't don't get certifications to learn. Get certifications to prove what you have already learned. Yes. And so like if you're thinking like, oh I'm gonna go get my CISP and my A plus and my my C S A plus or whatever uh, so that I can learn how to do those things. That's not that you're you're gonna tank really hard in your first interview. That's not going that's to work true, out. That's true, but you also gain the ability if you're if you're listening in the class. You also gain the ability to re-explain the theories. Well, well and I, but I, only the things that are then tested in that exam. Right. And you're not gonna have real world. You're not gonna. You don't have resilience. No, there's no real world. Right. Yeah. yeah. So so I you know the way I look at it is number one. Uh, I could have someone perform surgery on me that's very skilled. I'm going to be more, uh, I'm not going to be as worried if they have an MD behind them, right? right. It does help. Um, I've been teaching certs for 10 years, and, you know, I've been doing certs for 20-plus years. And, uh, for example, our organization, we quit doing certs last year. And one of the reasons was, take we've talked about the CISSP. CISSP, to me, for a long time was great because it was how to build uh, put into place and uh, a, a keep in operation a security program. Yeah, I've, now, always, I've always called it a, man, a managerial. Yeah. Yes. This yes, new version. Exactly. This new version is a brain dump. 
and mm. teaches you absolutely nothing. And and you know the thing is, is the monetizing of certs is always the problem. Back right. when oh, I first yeah. started, everybody had MCSE and, yeah. and NT four O. It's and been then a scam for that went away. And then you know I took two thousand three. It was a completely different beast. Mm -hmm. You know, there's certain um, certain companies that they're like the ultimate goal is the cert. When that's not the case, the ultimate goal is the knowledge and the search just the validation. And for some reason, we're letting people that have absolutely no, can we let it cuss? Sure. No fucking idea about anything in our industry create these certifications. I went to London a few years ago for a company I will not mention, and they actually had 12 of us sitting there to come up with the baseline for their security cert. And someone said, well, we need to have the OSI. And I go, why? Why the <laughs> fuck do you need an OSI in the security? And they go, we're going to put the OSI. Who here we're can, like, going to put rattle off the OSI? Oh, order. my God. Like, Hold on, I got Google. Five years ago. ago. I have yeah, never no, sat there and gone, oh, my God, we have a breach in the presentation letter. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow they bypassed our network layer and they got all the way to the application layer. I don't know what happened. So, so when we're talking DDoS, we do use a, a few of the tiers. A few, but no. Or when somebody says I only do layer two and I don't do layer three, then you know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I, I reports have we written where we've used the OSI model like for a client? Like zero? Zero. But I, I, but I was saying something about the CISSP. It's like one of the things that it got for me is, and I'm a little bit more... Um, sensitive to it is being a high school dropout without any formal education. Mm -hmm. The CISSP was invaluable to me for actually telling me what I needed to know. Mm -hmm. It's like because, uh, and that's one of the only values that it had was, and I took the GSEC and the GSEC went into more detail and more, and more, and more depth, but the CISSP covered like this whole range of all the 10 domains. So it actually told me like, oh, I didn't even know about that part. It's like, oh, I, mandatory and discretionary access controls, what are those? It's like I never dealt with those in my day-to-day -day job as a network security administrator, so I didn't even know to start researching that stuff. So it's like, so it, CISSP was good for showing you what you needed to learn and delve down into. It was never going to teach you those things, yeah, yeah. but it let you know they existed. Yeah, I think it depends. I think it matters how you <clears throat> learn it too, because if you're mm -hmm. if you self study, you're going to overstudy for that certification. Yes, and you're going to learn attest everything. To that. About yes. all yeah, I will the attest to that. Which I've been told is by design. Like uh, ISC squared is very against allowing anybody to create like a dummies book for CSSB. Well, the boot camps they, are kind of like that, right? Yeah. And they don't allow their teachers for the boot camps to actually teach to the test. But they do. They teach the topics <laughs> that are on the test, but they can't give you the exact answers Close but yeah you're right yeah. It, it, it's a, it does a really good job of giving you the bigger picture or at least it did the old right. version things like you know most people think like building a data center is like oh we'll just go find the biggest empty warehouse and then yeah. put some network cables in it and it's like no there's things like fence height right and uh, uh and alarm and systems and, 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 and fire extinguishers and, 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 and yeah. how far away is yeah. the Types police of fire. station mm -hmm. yeah. yeah how high the windows have to be and what yeah. size are like, you near a hazmat Yes, yeah. yeah. you know, situation. Well, things or like something. that where, like, am I ever going to use that in my job ever? Well, maybe, maybe not. But you know that that's something but that's a consideration. That's a consideration. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I, my spin's a little different on, um, especially in terms of hiring. You could just say um, fuck all y'all. So, I do a. 
no, no, no. So, so it's a little different. When, when, when I do, I do a lot of uh, interviews for hiring for um, InfoSec for our company, and if I see a lot of letters after somebody's name, but nothing in that resume about what they've done project-wise, um, that goes to the bottom of the pile. Yeah, yeah. I see those guys a lot. And um, it, when I'm doing the interview, like, knowledge is important. Like, walk me through, you know, how you understand this works. But more than that, tell me about specific situations and specific projects you've worked on and the obstacles you ran into and what you did to mitigate those. Like, stuff you've <clears throat> actually done. That's how any resume should look. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. the resumes that come in and it says, like, uh, knowledge of Red Hat Eight. I don't know like, what that means. <laughs> now, like, like did, that did means you, like you know what it exists. Do you have the CD? Yeah. What do you? What did have you done with it? What projects have you built around yes. Red Hat? Even in 8? your house. Right. Were you? Yeah. yeah. Like, don't you have you built Slack from base up or Arch right. from I, base I will up? Give every you, every <laughs> single entry experience entry in your resume should have a contextual sentence around it. Yep. One or two sentences saying. What what you did to gain that knowledge? Yes. yes. Projects completed, something like that. And when you're talking about questions, it's like I have one question that I've always asked every candidate. It's like, and it's it's, and I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give away the answer too. Eventually, <laughs> is it B? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the marble question. It was always C. No, it's the marble All question. All the above. <laughs> you got twelve marbles, mm -hmm. and you have a balance scale. You can only use that scale three times, and one of those marbles is indistinguishable by the human eye, indistinguishable from all the other marbles, but it weighs slightly different than all the other 11 marbles. Using that scale three times, how can you tell which marble is it? But that's a math question. No, like, it's no, not. It's and not. I'll, let me, I'll yeah, walk you yeah. through it, and I'll Here, tell you yeah. why. Wait, wait. Is this the scale of Anubis? No, okay. sorry. Scales, <laughs> scale of Percy's. It is a but problem it, solving question. So no, no, no. Watch. It's even more. This is how it go. You take the six marbles on either side, and you've now eliminated six marbles. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you now have three marbles on either side, and you've eliminated three marbles. Mm -hmm. And the key point is always this one part. And you and I have seen people lock up and not be able to complete this. It's like, and they don't understand how. That's a troubleshooting mentality. No, that. yes, you would eventually. No way. Because <laughs> what you do is you, you put one marble on either side, and if the marbles even out, it's the, the one that's one not. It's not the one that's on the scale. You would have figured that out. So this is what gets me, and this is why it's so important. Because by showing that, sometimes you learn, and with that question, that sometimes the answer is not the one that's visible. It's the dog that doesn't bark. It's like, it's literally, that's how you, it's just the mindset in the first tree. You gotta be able to figure out. It's the canary. Exactly, yeah. sometimes it's that unseen or that unvariable, uh, mm -hmm. undefined variable, that's the call. When, when you eliminate everything that you believe are the possibilities. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh my god, that's all I was gonna say. You would never hire me because I would never figure that out. My question is tell me the difference, explain to me the difference between TCP and UDP, and you would be surprised at how many people cannot answer that. Uh, we oh, drop all UDP at the edge. <laughs> no, you'd actually be surprised no. at how many people, and that's a. And like, I would tell you the answer TCP for what UDP is, but you wouldn't get it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would have gone like this. I would have gone with TCP. You never know. I'm not 
that spot is a connection. You should have said that in the wrong order. Dave's out. No, that was my that was my joke. I was gonna say TCP is a program connection, and UDP connection unprogrammed in order. Not really. <laughs> it's like that's that's my uh, my yeah, answer. That's when you get the overqualified <laughs> letters sent to you. Like, <laughs> so you're not gonna be a good fit uh, here. Uh, this was I a prefer, Panera application. I prefer to ask, prefer to ask, <laughs> ask questions that are less register. theoretical and more based on your experience. So, yeah. not mm-hmm. what would you do if, but right. what have you done mm-hmm. in this situation? Right. And I think that that's a better indicator of what's. I mean, like theoretical questions make people almost think in a in an idealized way. Right. So they think that they, you know, you can solve a problem like that. But they're also they're also really nervous when they're coming. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like asking a question like well, that's that. That's great to like, poke at. Like, when, when like I, the Google question. In two thousand, I worked for a large stock house, and I was an exchange uh, uh, architect. This was before I got in security. I was an exchange guy. So don't, don't pick on me. I'm sorry. I had a boss that looked like Jim Lumberger. Uh, <laughs> he had the suspenders and everything. everything. Oh, man. And, uh, and he goes, he, he, this was that, that time of those questions like that. And his last question was, why are, um, why are, are sewer lids round? I'm like... Fuck, I don't know. I, I don't care. I, I just don't care. I go, because that's the way they're made. <laughs> and I got the job. But to me, right away, that was a big issue. Because because all of a sudden, I had stupid stuff going on. That made me realize that these people were out of fucking touch. Because this, mm. was, this was the mm. same place that would have me do all of these tests, have all this stuff, then go, I don't like the fonts. I don't like the bullet points. You know, the different things like that. What I do, I mean, in my company, I'm hiring pen testers that are going to be working with third parties. We're going to work with clients. So my big thing is I want to hear them talk. So I just say, what do you use in a pen test? Now, that's it. I sit back, I fold my my hands, and I just stare at them. And I give them 10 minutes, whether they use it or not, and watch how they talk. And that's how you're able to tell, well, number one, is someone bullshitting too? Yes. How do they handle uncomfortable situations? I think another thing uh, that I really like is uh, when somebody will straight up tell you, you know what? I'm not entirely sure. Or I'm not sure. That's That's actually what I've heard a lot of people say. But here's where I'd go to find the information. Yes. Right. My my uh, my first just always Google, Google right? My first <laughs> I've used that interview before. Like, I don't Snapchat. know. I can, yeah. Yeah. I can my, here's this the Google is, search term. Yeah. 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 My first network administrator that I worked for when I was 21 said, "What makes you good is not what you know, but if you know where to go to get yes. the information, Absolutely. and that's yep. what makes you valuable." Yep. So I, I I take that a step farther, like because there was that big thing, and it is a big thing, obviously now, like. Hey, I want somebody who's cool with admitting they don't know. Yeah. Saying, you know yeah. what? I don't. Mm-hmm. Instead of making shit up and hoping yeah. it flies, saying I don't know. Uh, and so the the short version of that is, I don't know, but I can Google it. I don't know, but I can find out and get back to you. Everyone says, oh, just say something like that. And and I say, fuck that. Um, say say I don't know. However, I suspect because of this and this, it may have something to do right. with this. Right. And that. Right. Right. Give me a, your best guess. Tell me you don't know. 
explain that you're giving me your best guess and, and tell me why you think your that. thought process. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Because like you can't just go to I mean, I guess you can type a question into Google and pr probably get an answer. But you don't know what's like, the right one. I want to know that you know what you're searching totally. for. You right. need, I want to know that you understand at least the context of the question that I asked you. Yeah. Prove yeah. that. Don't just be like, you know, I'm not really sure, however I can look it up. Yeah. A, a fucking six-year-old can do that too. <laughs> But he's not going to know the contest. He's not going to context. He's not going to know exactly why he's looking it up. That's what I'm looking for. I also yeah. want to see people that are reaching out to other humans yes. too, and yes. say, they go to their coworkers, they go to their, their manager, and they ask for help rather than I can do it all myself. I'm a, an island, and I'm. And they're going to take twice, three times as long to do or something mess it up. that they could be doing other work. That other people of, have already yeah. done, yeah. and they know, and they can help you instead mm -hmm. of some random person on. Stack exchange I, or whatever. Right? I would absolutely say that that's the biggest thing I miss uh, now that I work remote and effectively uh, on an island as a pen tester. I miss having that team that I worked with to immediately bounce questions off of yeah. and ask, "What do you yeah. do in these situations?" Or, "Do you know what the heck this word is?" <laughs> like just having you know a peer right next to me or with an easy context yeah. contact uh, to ask questions to for sure. Yeah, yeah, all my all my pen testers are in one room and. Um, and that's one of the biggest things is if I'm not hearing them talk, it is there's an issue because even if the, someone's not an expert, we bounce things off of each other, and it's just not everybody knows everything, and everybody has a and, blind and spot too. You have a different, yeah. have a different yeah. thought process, and, and I think you're right, Johnny. Is you know I start realizing when I got into this when I was in help, uh, like PC tech system admin is I would talk bullshit, but then one day. That bullshit actually made sense, right? <laughs> I said something, they go, you're right. And I'm like, holy crap, I'm right. Yeah. You know? Well, statistically, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. 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 I'm the monkey years. that made Shakespeare, <laughs> right? right. 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 <laughs> but, but it helps you get that right thought process, and then you can actually say, here's the problem. I have no idea, but I think it's this. And then someone goes... You're right. And you're like, holy right. crap! How the fuck did I come up with that? But, but you only do that if you hear other people's thought process. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I just I call that the separate, the different set of eyes, or separate yeah. set of eyes. Yeah, second like set. even as a pen tester, like I could be doing something I've done ten times, and you'll hit a wall, and you'd be like, I'm pretty sure I've explored all avenues here. Uh, I'm pretty sure that this is not uh, exploitable in this context. But anyway, be, I'll explain it to one of the guys at work. Go, hey, I'm working on this. Here's what I've done. Uh, you think I missed anything? Do you have any ideas? And every now and then, somebody will go, well, did you do this? And I'll go, shit, no, I didn't. Good call. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, to, to wax uh, Pulp Fiction for a minute, um, there's, uh, like... Someone says, bad motherfucker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the, the, the things that you know you know, right? Yeah, yeah. The no-knowns. The things that you know you don't know that you can then ask somebody about. But when you've got other people with other perspectives, outside perspectives around you, surrounding you, talking... Uh, that's where you start to pull out of your blind spot the unknown unknowns. Yeah. The things you didn't you just know that you didn't know. Because they just come up in conversation, yeah. whereas yeah. if you're, if that's one of the many downsides to working full-time remote is that yep. doesn't happen. Or sometimes when you say something out loud, that the part of your brain that speaks is separate from the part of your brain that thinks. Yep. So sometimes oh, yeah. you'll hear no, yourself say it and you're like, that's a stupid question. Right. I could do this. Right. Yeah. Like, too. So yeah. you come up with your own ideas just by like talking. Even if you talk to somebody who doesn't even that, know what you're talking about. Just that by is a big thing out. for me, for sure. Just saying. Trying say to explain to somebody something. A lot exactly. of times yeah. I figure out my own Solidifies. problems simply by explaining them to somebody else. And by mm -hmm. the time I'm done mm -hmm. with the explanation, I go, you know what I should do? This. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. Well, getting back to the certs, that's one of the things I can tell you that helped me in my InfoSec career 
was teaching certs because when someone say, well, what does this mean? I had to know that answer. You had to. And, yeah. and talk about, you know, saying, I don't know. Mine was, especially when some of the really obscure stuff, like some of the lattice access control, it was, uh, let's take a break and we'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running into the other Google, Google, yeah, Google, right. Google. No, What's the BBP? Well, what do you think it means? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but um, it, it's, what do it's you think really... <laughs> <laughs> Well, make make them think it was there. I idea. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, a, a really poignant quote. I don't remember who said it, but uh, they said that um, you don't truly understand a topic unless you can explain totally. a complex topic to a five-year-old. That's right. Like unless you can explain it, you know, like in very simple terms, then you don't actually understand. It. I think that was Jeff Foxworthy. I think, I think it was somebody way before that. No, no, that was before, smarter than a fifth grader. I'm sorry. Hugely, as an industry, I think that we are lacking in those soft skills. Yeah, we like to get down to into explain, the weeds and like, get super technical. If you can't or, explain the risk behind a pen test mm -hmm. or, or why we're even doing a pen test to yeah. a C level, then there's no value yeah. there. Like, well, you're like not, this is all things we look for in pen testers. Like, mm -hmm. everyone wants to be a pen tester, and then when, like, I get approached, I'm sure you do all the time, like, I want to be a pen tester, like, how do I get into I that? I created a whole page just for stuff like that. <laughs> Man. And, like, when I tell them, I go, well, uh, at least initially, 60 to 70% of your job is going to be writing yeah. reports. Yep. Yep. Uh, you're going to do the same exact things to every company over and over and over And again. that same company every year, it's going to be the same report. <laughs> but <laughs> And your reports, you have to be able to explain very technical things in a non-technical, concise way yes. that still, uh, you know, conveys... Uh, risk level. My recommendation is always be a blue teamer first. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I always oh, say yeah. it's like yep. st stop. I, I yep. am so tired of people like going and saying, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I want to become on the red team. It's like, have you done any information security? No, I'm still in college. I'm working to be a red team. Yeah, do the hard yeah. job and first. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, do blue team. Do the actual, learn the foundation yeah. of the defenses. Learn the, the uh, how the stuff works and how you're building it and do it. And then I learn how to break it because you should do both. It's I had a lot of fun doing that. I miss engineering. I miss yeah. defensive engineering. Yeah. Like, that was... What I, what I tell people to, to, to use the metaphor is like, everyone wants to be an astronaut. Right? Right. We all want to be astronauts. But like nobody gets out of college and applies to be an astronaut. Right. You have to go be like an Air Force pilot for uh -huh. 20 years and then you can like apply to be an astronaut. Right. Like you can't get out of college and just be a pen tester. You can right. be maybe a junior who runs Vuln scans or something. But like you want to be a great pen tester, you got to do your blue team work. Well, in yeah. red team, how your job is to give recommendations. How in the world are you going to give a good recommendation exactly. if you've never sat in their shoes? Yeah. I can go yeah. to a company, a, you know, a multinational company, and I can say you need to update your your from Windows XP, and they're going to go, yeah, you know, and. I fart gold, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not realistic, so you right. have to give them realistic stuff. And and you know, I don't necessarily infosec these days is its own thing. But I think anything in the IT sphere, as long as you've worked on the other side, red team any, any is red team. It be, beginning level pen tester is not a beginning level IT right, job, exactly. and that's the and we get back to the certifications. That's some of the problems I see. We have a company around here, I will not mention, that they say, give us six months, we're gonna make you a uh, information security professional, including CISSP, which I've been trying to explain to them, I don't know how you can physically do that, it's five years, but right. 
This is not an entry level job, people. This is not an entry level no. job. And when you look at the curriculum for the the uh, new like information security uh, degrees, like actual degrees, not certifications. Yeah. It's like why are half these classes here? Yeah. Like yeah. why? Well, what yeah. are and you doing? The OSI. <laughs> and even to be a blue teamer, like you should really have some IT administration experience right. under your belt. Be that I tell people your your best bet is either network admin or general IT. Yeah, server. I was yeah I was desktop support before people, I got into information. Yeah, well, I, 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 I desktop support though, and then identity they, management and they, then yeah. and they're yeah. not going to get desktop, much past that because they don't exchange. understand. You need to work in a job maybe exchange. three to five years in a large enterprise oh, so you can understand exchange. all of the moving parts in a large enterprise. Yeah. and mm-hmm. how everything works so that as a pen tester you can make proper recommendations. So you can say hey like. These six things, there's GPO settings that can address for that that mm-hmm. you can push out. Like, you have to know that that's a thing. Yeah. Right. Like, if you've never worked or been around GPO in your life, you don't know. Like, <laughs> you didn't even know. You're just like, ah, you're on, like you said, ah, it's Windows XP. you got to migrate off that, buddy. Sorry. Like, sometimes that's not the answer. And they go, well, we can't. What else should we do? And you go, right. oh, all I know is that it's old and you shouldn't use it. Like, now you've dug your own hole. Going, yeah. going back to the interview, you know, we'll have, we'll, we'll have them do a small pen test. We'll have them write a report, but when they then I'll have them sit down and present it to us. And mm-hmm. our only answer all the time is why. Yep. yep. Because that's the thing. Again, mm-hmm. you know, there's these kids coming out of college. Conveying rights. They will pen test better than any of us will. They've mm-hmm. grown up with this stuff. But why? Why? Why is this important? I don't know. How's it going to be valuable to the business? Yeah. It comes down to yeah. the soft skills, I think. Yeah, exactly. And a lot, yes. I think a yes. lot of people we, are lacking. If you count experience company, as a soft skill. Experience is not a soft skill. I'm talking about communication. communication. I'm talking right, about... but they don't know what... They don't know why. It's not that they're not communicating it properly. It's that they don't understand the risk because they were never in an environment where that risk was presented to them. They understand that as a, present, a pen tester, you should look for these things, and if they're there, they should be... Remediate. But that skill but is when not you go, a soft Why skill. should you remediate that? And they go, if they don't understand what the risk related related to that is, they're not going to know why. And a lot of that risk is very difficult to teach, yeah. and at the very least, extremely hard to memorize. Right. And so, like yeah. experience in an, in the IT realm in general, especially enterprise IT, is what gives you the knowledge of why these things are a risk. And that's your executive summary. But also, that's you can you can have summary. all those hard skills and experience. And if you can't interact on like a C level or with oh yeah, that's its own thing. Sure. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you were speaking yeah. to. Like right. you have to be able to explain in a in a clear way, mm-hmm. in a concise simple way, because they don't want to listen to you for two hours and they don't want to read and even a twelve page summary. Metaphors they don't are have very this powerful. I think when yes. it comes we, to we these have things. a rule for our executives, our executive reports. So. Everybody in my team goes through a business writing course. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. I hate yep. writing. I hate <laughs> yeah. writing. I hated auditors when I used to run a bank. But we came. We got past that. Business writing, but like the executive report, the one rule is it cannot be over a page, and that includes spaces in your signature. You oh, an executive an report. Exec- or executive report, summary should be like yeah, as small a as possible. The, yeah. Then you need to make sure you have your technical managers that believe yeah. they know a little bit more. And <coughs> and bolts and you know it's uh it the communication i think is key and uh you you all mentioned you're recovering introverts i'm a proud introvert you know (laughs) it's i'm gonna go relax i'm gonna go rest up after this like the rest of us will but i think um that's a that's a uh personality trait 
our entire uh, industry has, yeah, yeah. and it's being used against us. A few of us are able to speak up past it, get past our comfort zone, but it's still and then a we big need to issue. go recharge after we're done. You go but, we're recharge. Dave raises an excellent point there. Like we all say, recovering introvert. I use I use the phrase all the time, as if introversion is something uh, to recover from. Right. It's right. Not, like, it's no, it's I very much love my introverted side as well. It's. Yeah, I like being. I like the opportunity to be able to enjoy things by myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've been hacking myself for a long time to gain those That's communication skills. Yes. So yeah. I've been teaching, I've been teaching myself how to make small talk. I used to take the elevator instead of the stairs, or the stairs instead of the elevator, so I didn't have to make small talk in the yeah, elevator. Yeah. I mean, like that was a problem, you know. Like yeah. that's that's an issue. I so. will get I will get up on stage and I can speak to everybody. That's fine. But if I have to go and say hi to someone I don't know or get on the phone, I, I avoid it at all costs. Yeah, I can't handle new meeting new people, strangers. That's that's. Oh, nobody, yeah. Everybody goes Johnny Christmas. Oh my oh, God, yeah. I love people. Yeah. I have incredible uh, anxiety. Anxiety yeah. uh, with with talking to strangers, meeting new people. Like uh, most people. I, I give a very bad impression. A lot of people, the first time they meet me, they're like, man, Johnny Christmas is kind of an asshole. <laughs> and it's because I don't say much. I'm very curt. That's why I like it. And, like, and I, like, it, it's just because I don't know what to say and I don't right. know what's going on and I'm just shy. And they're like, to say Johnny Christmas is shy, like nobody believes that. But like with new people, forget it. And they're like, you know what? After I talked to you like a third or fourth time, really started to like you. I hear that all the time. Shy is not an introvert. My mom would always say, you're not shy. I'm not shy, oh, no. but that doesn't mean I want to go out and just it's energy. hang out. I just didn't I didn't know how to do it. That was the yeah. thing. Like I, I wanted to communicate. I wanted to talk to people. I wanted to be able to communicate mm-hmm. things and share knowledge. And I want to give back to the community. But, but it's really hard to do that if yeah. you can't talk to people. Right. And, and so making I, yourself talk to people takes a lot of practice. Like you said, yeah. you had to make yourself start taking the elevator. Exactly. So, so like, I, I took social thing. engineering classes to learn how to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> So, so you're talking about getting out of your comfort zone, and I think you know, totally, this is yeah. something that with, with InfoSec is it, we talk about skill set, right? And one of the problems we run into in our, in our company, and I hope we're just not unique, is we call it the one-year burnout. Mm-hmm. You oh, are sure. so yeah. used to being ahead of the time about learning. I see that look. Right, like I need to start shutting the windows on the third floor of our office building because someone's just burned out so much. Yeah. I mean, is that something that everybody what does shutting deals the windows with? do? Keeps them from jumping out. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Johnny, sure. Johnny's, Johnny's in Chicago where they have bars on the window. Yeah, right. <laughs> where we work from the bars. <laughs> yeah. So actually, yeah. I, like to that point, absolutely. Yeah, I since I'm feel burnt out all the time for sure when we're 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 at a conference right um so in speaking specifically to that uh and communication skills a few years ago um this was i I guess now it's like five years ago uh my boss asked me you know at the end of the year during the review like put down a stretch goal of something that terrifies you yeah and um it was i'm gonna speak in front of a group of at least four people and give a presentation. And then, you know, within the next two years, I had spoken at like 20 conferences. Right. And it was just like getting that rolling and just like stepping outside of myself. Yep. And you have Um, to keep making that 
comfort zone bigger and bigger because every it's, time it's you a constant, step out, yes. it goes from a small circle to a larger circle to a larger circle, and your comfort zone is time. <laughs> I think we've just blown it. Oh my god. So so we are at ShowmeCon, and we are at uh, <laughs> Dave's. I'm sorry. It's okay. Right, everyone it's okay. make all your noise right now. I'll either edit it all out, but um, or we'll just keep it in. Get it right on the mic. <laughs> so, we have, so we have Adrian Crenshaw, Iron Geek, who has joined us. His beard is eating cheese. I'm going to get some ice for my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we tried, we tried so hard. Uh, it's okay. It's all good. Like I said, this is supposed to be informal, we organic. Oh, it's informal. <laughs> no, it's been it's been a it's been a very good discussion. I was spending some quality time right here next to Jason. Just make sure you eat that right next to the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot of love in this room. Always, oh. always. A little too much love. Yeah. Oh no! Wait till we all get drinking. It, oh, jeez. Yeah, surprise me. It hasn't started so much yet. Oh man. I think Johnny's about to start it. Start what? Well, this drinking. isn't. This oh, isn't, I've been drinking. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. so ornery. Yeah, this is not. This is not like DerbyCon level though. Show me no, 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 no. Like no. In that. fact, that's. I mean, we, let's talk about that a bit, maybe. Um, show oh, me different con. con. Show me con is absolutely one of my favorite cons, and um, primarily because it's not another fucking chucklehead. It's not. Let's get drunk and put on penis costumes, con. And there aren't a whole no. bunch of divas. There's yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. They yeah, match just me. They match it out at like Jason Street. But me. Jason never acts like a diva. He's oh. never like he paid for he, his own pizza. Movie. Are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw them bringing a new mattress into his room. No. <laughs> He's in the room next to me. No, I, I'm talking paper. like when I uh, when I went up to like say at Shmoocon, somebody whose name rhymes with. Roos Beyer, um, and uh, you start talking to him, and you're like, hey, I really like your vlog, uh, and then he turns around and walks away. Yeah. Like, that sort of mentality. Or or you ask a question, and they're like, oh, well, I wrote a report on that, go read it. And yeah, they will talk to you about it. Yeah, that's, I hate that more than anything else. The One of the things that I liked about the awkward hugs is that it makes me approachable. Yes. yes. It's like, yeah. I want... To be a personal, I and and this is not something that started with me. And this is like DefCon 12 was my first hacking conference. I was an idiot. I mean, I literally, and I'm not saying it to be self-deprecating. I was stupid. I spray painted my hair blue because that's what hackers did. And it's not freak Nick. It's like exactly. <laughs> it's like I spent time just taking pictures with famous people and famous hackers instead of actually talking to them. Yeah. yeah. And there was a guy there, uh, Major Malfunction, Adam Loring. It's like, who's a rock star, who's like well known in this industry, who's like a big goon for DEF CON, spoken mm -hmm. all over the world, uh, does a lot of stuff, uh, created Art Idiot. It's like created all these tools uh, that people use. And you know what he did? I went up to him and I fanboyed over him, and he was like, dude, just hang out. What's yeah. up? Yeah. It's like, you know, and talk to me. And, encouraged me for when I my first book got rejected. It's like, you know, it's like it actually gave me encouragement. It's like, no, dude, I've read that. That was actually pretty good. You should keep trying on that. It's like, don't let this one rejection stop you and stuff. He was there. And it's like, and he wasn't a rock star, even though people could perceive him that way. He was someone that wanted to meet and engage and be around people. 
and that was my role model. It's like, so it's like, I'm not doing anything but being like FX and being like uh, major malfunction and dark tangent, trying to like show out and like, and there's a lot of, there's plenty of other people like that. You got I, Dave, I, I hung got out with Mubix for three days before you even told me who he was. Exactly. <laughs> and, and that's what it's about. It's about sharing information. Too many people here want recognition. Yeah. Yep. It's like, but they don't want to share. It's like they just want the recognition, and that's what's wrong a lot in the industry. It's like if you're not here to educate me and, and let me learn from you, and I'm not talking about the speakers. Screw the speakers. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about the people in the audience, the people in the hallway. You should be going there to share information. You should yeah. be the going there the to like make the network. Exactly. Yeah. Right. They're there to see us and not yeah. just to hear us. My least amount talk. of my least productive amount of time is that one hour on stage because screw yeah, that all yeah. I'm doing is going blah 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 right. I'm not getting nothing, nothing out of it it's all about me Which it's like I should watch. be getting something out of it I should be having conversations yeah. and learning stuff that's what I tell everybody about the cons like if you're sitting in the talks all day as an attendee you're wasting your time yeah, like hey, at most of the cons you can watch those talks later yep. you know, courtesy of Adrian right. uh, and, and others um, like it, the cons are primarily supposed to be a network, networking event. That's why conferences oh. started, like yeah. for hundreds of years. You we've been confer doing with people. Go yeah, to it's the a two-way weird. Go to the ones that interest you and talk to people when you're not interested in one of the talks. Well, and, and one of the things that I, I will say is like, and this is funny because I'm the DefCon fanboy, but it's like one of the things that I've liked about DefCon, the way it's grown so huge, is that it's no longer DefCon. DefCon is now a <clears throat> meeting tent <clears throat> for the social engineering village, for the Wi-Fi village, <clears throat> for the packet inspection village, for the uh, hardware village, uh, uh, the car hacking village, the biohacking village. So you can now go to this one place, buy one ticket for it, and it's like the Lollapalooza of hacking, right? You can go to or your not own sections. Yeah, or not. Lobby Con. You can lobby yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you can literally go and see a whole section and stay in a whole uh, weekend in this one section that is nothing but social engineering mm -hmm. or nothing but mm -hmm. Wi-Fi hacking. Oh, it's yeah. like, and you've got 30,000 people, and people complain about that. They're like, that's a bad thing. You've got 30,000 opportunities to meet someone who's got the same passion that you do from somewhere in the world that you can meet up with, and, and that's what's important about it. So, yeah, it's like DEF CON's grown bigger. But it's also grown organically into all their uh, little mini cons. So yeah, a, lot, a lot of people like to put down, like on their resumes, I see, like, oh, I attend DEF CON and I attend Derby CON. Right. Uh, and it's like, it's the same as, as your experience items, like knowledge of Red Hat 8. Like, oh, great, you go to yeah. DEF CON. Yeah. So do what does that mean? thousand other people. Right. What, <laughs> what did you, you do there? there? Yeah, what did you Does do it there? change your life every year? Right. So are you, you participate going to the so Hacking are, Village. Are so you sitting in your room and watching the talks on CCTV <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for from three the days and going from well, the bathtub? From the bidet. Snap and doing it from the bidet, then that's different. Yeah. Yeah. Put, put that down. You're still participating. Walk the DEFCON CTF from my d bidet. Yeah. You're hired. Also, don't touch me. <laughs> you are not getting a company lens. So with this being show me kind, we have one more uh, person just show up. Uh, Kevin Johnson of Secure Ideas. Hey. Hey. Who? hey. 
Uh, yeah, what I was that's it? what I said. The I'm one talking. of four at our conference awesome. today. I'm glad you Yeah, were. you were an excellent presenter. It, was uh, great it wasn't to watch. me, it was my twin brother. Oh, but no. uh, thanks. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so, go, feel free to take the credit. I was going to give it to you. So, the, the topic today is community. Is <laughs> well, no, it was just what's good. We've kind of gone off into so a little bit I wanted, of everything. I wanted yes. to mention something. It was shit show. Yeah, that's yeah. Too. We are. Yep. And that's where we are. I have something really personal that I want to share about the community. I never felt like I fit in. You're being recorded. Anywhere. Yeah. Like, I never fit in with, any, like, I, I hung out with all the groups, the punks, the ravers, the goths, whatever. I never felt like I fit in anywhere until I found this community. Right. And I, yeah. as Michelle Fincher from socialengineer.org says, I've found my tribe. Like, yeah, I yeah. feel a great word. like I am, like, a lot. Like, I feel like I'm living the life that I should be now. And, like, a lot of that is in, in because of the community. Like, because of the support that people give, because of what... People, how much people are willing to give and mm. how passionate people are, just like me. And I finally found other people that also feel like they don't fit in anywhere so, sometimes, a lot of times, and we, we have a different interests and things, but like finding this community changed my entire life. So one thing I want to add, because I, I think it's important, is that as Johnny mentioned earlier, is that like when people meet you, they feel like they have to go a few times before they actually feel like they're not being put off. Which, like you said, is right. just is just you know that's that's you're not trying to. But I think that's something to recognize too is that we all a lot of us are sometimes shy, so right. we might not interact, we might not click right and it away. It takes practice, and, 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 and it, well, it just takes a few times. So let's we, show grace to one another. Right. Right. Well, but what I'm saying is that like yeah. don't get discouraged if like that first interaction with someone wasn't right. like right. Yeah. mind blowing right. experience. You know, and, and also where you go to. Because I mean, like, Show Me Con is, is a great local con. Yes. But it's got more than, I mean, it's got people from my, it's got people from other countries coming here. So yeah. this is local? It's like, no. Something like that. No, no, <laughs> but, no, it literally, it's a, it, and I'll tell you why it's a local. It, I believe it's a local con. I mean that in the best way. It's got people from all over the world here. There's people from Paris, there's uh, people from Iceland. Iceland. It's yeah. like, there, uh, there's Mexico. other, but, well, Indiana. but, but Indiana. the key thing is, and from Canada, That's it's like, like Canada counts sort of, <laughs> yeah. it's like, but the key thing, it's still got that local vibe for it yeah. where you still yeah. have that, that community. community. There's a, there's yeah. a yeah. core local community of people here that are here and they know each other and they've been to each other and they get to meet other people that have come from all different parts. Uh, April's from Boston. She came into Boston uh, from here to this conference because she heard about it and she thought it was like, I want to come and visit. It's like, so, I mean, that's the key thing about it. It's like, it's still got that localness to it. It's like, that's why, like, uh, a lot of the local B-sides, a lot of the local cons that are like, and what I mean local is like, they're they're not attached to something huge. They're not like, oh, we're this mm-hmm. big and yep. They're actually, I'm, this community has created this con. And it's you can like, walk well, up to a Jason like, or a Johnny or a Ben and you can yeah. talk to them. I mean, you can sit and have a conversation. It's not like you won't ever see that person again at the same con. Right. Our, our, I, have, I have a publicist yeah. that you, you can see. <laughs> <laughs> my, my people will call you. He's very approachable. I've got a, con, I've got a contact form <laughs> on my website. It goes to Dev Null, but whatever. Our CFP committee um, basically has two rules. I mean, the first is let's have talks that people can take away. Is the mm-hmm. CFP committee your dogs? And like they just my dogs. <laughs> like one of them. I, I go bailing. Which it's... one does this one? Oh, no, we like peed on that one. I'm just saying because Jason's been here a few times. Like it had to be the dogs. Jason. Yeah. Jason brings a bacon strips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he runs That's it on the page. Page. He's a 
secret. He knows what to do. That's the secret. But, but the second is the second is is exactly what you said. I mean, you can look out this window and just right over there is where I grew up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I live right over there. And you know, I get to travel the world. I guess I've, I've met most of you in other countries. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going to talk about that night in Bucharest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Jason. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. But, but the thing that well was done, always, everybody. <laughs> the thing that was always missing was is well, these corporations are getting stuck at places that they're not getting that interaction with mm-hmm. the speakers. And and you're right. It's, it's you want that closeness, love, like at RSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I love the fact that not only do you have where afterwards you can ask questions, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I have a friend of mine from France that came and she goes. I want. To, I can't do a French accent. I almost tried. <laughs> I want to see Johnny Christmas and I want to see Ben Brown. That was so they are weird. Popular <laughs> friends. I didn't believe like, it. She got, to, she got to sit down and talk We're big to him. And, yeah. and you know, I'm we, huge and wooshy. We all are. Average height there, five foot. So you're. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we all are introverts, but the thing is, is, is. It, these are people, professionals. I mean, you talk about community, but these are professionals with passion that we get over our own hangups because we see someone else excited. And I think, yes. I, I mean, for me, I get starstruck when someone goes, they think I'm special to want to talk to me about something. I'm going to sit there and I want to talk to them about yeah. that. And oh, that's yeah. what's oh, really yeah. cool. I did not yeah. believe it. Like you, Yeah, I thought dinner. it was a joke. I thought it was I, a joke. I called Dave out three times in that conversation like, this sounds made up. There's no way that someone from France <laughs> came up to you and said, I need to meet Johnny Christmas and Benjamin Brown. I'm like, you're making this shit up. Like, I'm happy to meet them and that's fine. I just want to go on record as saying, you're making this garbage up. And Which then sure enough, he brought her over and she directly said, I came here to meet uh, Johnny Christmas <laughs> and Benjamin Brown. I hear they're so good. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Dave didn't even make that up. <laughs> no, seriously, so though, how much did you pay that actress? Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's what I said to her. It's like, what's he paying you for this? <laughs> Uh, but like uh, on that Her same, accent's not even that good. Yeah. On that same note, uh, something that I think uh, we could be doing a lot more of, uh, as people who have stepped out of that comfort zone, um, finding our coworkers, our colleagues, other attendees, people who you know have really cool research, really cool stuff they're working on, that are like, I can't possibly speak. Like really taking them under your wing and saying like, okay, here, I'm going to help you out with the CFP for this and this and this. I'm going to run through your slides with you. I'm going to, you know, teach you some tricks on speaking, things like that. Like really being an ambassador for people who have something to say, even though they think they don't. Dude, I do that all the time. Like I, like personally, I feel like I'm just a tourist here. (laughs) And so like... I, like everybody else is like, oh man, you give all these talks at places. I'm like, you should do. It's really yeah, fun. Yeah. Like, come do this. Like, Definitely. I've gotten I, my last job. Um, uh, so to plug Circle City Con, uh, they do like free trainings there from volunteers who just want to offer like a three day training and something. And my last job, I was telling all the guys I work with, like, okay, so maybe you don't want to get on a stage and like speak about a topic, but like, you're really fucking good at Wireshark. Why don't you teach a Wireshark, like an intermediate Wireshark class? Like, people need that. Yeah. That's like a critical skill that a lot of people are lacking on both blue, you know, especially on the blue team side, or even just like general IT admins. Wireshark's an awesome troubleshooting tool. Mm-hmm. Um, come give a class. And like one of the guys who like English is his second language, 
Um, he's primarily Polish. He's only lived here for like six years. Uh, I got him to come to Circle City and teach a three-day Wireshark class, and it was awesome. And he told me he did it because he didn't know Wireshark that well, and he knew that if he had to teach a class, it would make him buckle down and yeah. learn all the things yeah. that he wanted yeah. to learn about it because he had to be an authority by this date. And it worked awesome, and I got tons of cool feedback. So, like, yeah, maybe you can't be a presenter. Maybe, you know, you just don't have the, the skills for it or the personality or whatever. There's something else you can do that's going to help people. Or maybe you have a you can do a panel. Maybe you have a really good written, you know, writing yeah. skills, and you mm -hmm. can have an awesome, useful blog or something. Yeah. Yes. Like, there's something yes. everyone yep. is able to give back. Figure out what your strengths are and find your voice. Yeah. yeah. Besides, find your voice. besides things like that, there local or even just conferences, meetups. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways you can get your voice. Yeah. This ties directly, though, to your statement about community, I, because you're absolutely right. Right, and I talked. I just had the conversation this morning with somebody who was like, "Man, your presentation was awesome." Which, by the way, that I want to be very clear. I appreciate that, but that's never helpful, right? Like, I want to hear right. the things I messed up. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. What, what did I miss? When you yeah, succeed yeah, yeah, yeah. at something, yeah. you've learned nothing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. but well, this person talking. said to me, "I said, well, well, why aren't you speaking?" Mm -hmm. Right. And and they said, "Well, I have nothing." interesting to say. I have nothing new to say. And I said, well, you sat through an hour of me making jokes, telling stories, and cursing. And, um, <laughs> uh, Kevin did. Smith recipe. <laughs> Kevin Smith almost, right? I didn't change the name correctly. But, um, and, I, and I said to her, I said, what was new about my talk? There, there was no research. There was no Oh my God! This is awesome! I just came up with this new tool, thing, or whatever. Right? There were yeah. some new memes. I, there was some new memes. You didn't uh, drop right? an O'Day. Oh, you yeah. dropped yeah. some O'Day memes? <laughs> I did. I oh think. my God! Maybe. <laughs> but they negative day memes. Yeah. Negative day memes. But the same thing goes out with, you know, I, and I know I came in the middle of this, so I'm sure you guys have already talked about it. But you know, I don't know anybody in this field that is an extrovert. And we talk about feeling like the community, feeling like our tribe, feeling like this. We have to make sure that when we go to conferences and stuff like that, we actively engage with the people who are new. Right. Because while we know we're friendly and not assholes, mm -hmm. well, okay, we are assholes, but, um, <laughs> but they're not going to reach out, right even though there. we know it, if we walk over to them and say, hey, what are you doing? What are, what yeah, are you yeah, interested yeah. in? What's going on? And we, we pull them. Well, so, well, Ke yeah, yeah. Kevin, I think, uh, sorry, Jenny, I'll say it real quick. Kevin, I think one of the things that everybody here knows that some people don't know is not we, we don't know everything. Everybody in here. Everybody in here. Everybody in here talks about their good skill, yeah. right? Everybody here has good skills. Everybody here has weaknesses, mm -hmm. and 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 that's the thing is is a lot of people go well. Look at these guys. You know, look at Kevin Johnson. Look at Crenshaw. We're speaking. Oh to my this God, tiny Jason niche. Street yeah, knows yeah, right everything, yeah, right? Yeah. But but then you go, you go. You know what? You know more about that than I ever will. Why don't you get up and talk? It's that imposter syndrome we've all felt. We all feel Still, every yeah. once in a while, and we have to get past that. We have to have other no, people get past it. I'm sorry, but you you triggered a rant point on me. Oh my God! <laughs> sorry. We don't have imposter syndrome. I hear that all the time in this field. Oh, I have imposter syndrome. I, have imposter I just syndrome. called myself a tourist. I, a tourist <laughs> is fine, yeah. right? Um, 
I don't believe we have imposter syndrome. Explain. I believe that what we have is the fact that, and I joke around about this, but this is a true story. When I decided to get involved in security, but I wrote a list of 10 things I needed to learn. And I learned one of them, and I had a list of 19 things I needed. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Right. And I, yeah. So I don't think we have imposter syndrome. What we have is we are starting <laughs> to realize how much stuff we will It's, it's the dunning current right. effect, right? Yeah. 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 It's, 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 oh, my God. When I started, I, I needed to know 90% more, and now I need to know 4,000% more. And the and more of an expert, more I learn, more, more of an, I know. Yes, exactly. yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. And and, yeah. and I think that and the reason I the reason I wanted that I always rant on that and, and say, let's be clear, is because when we talk about imposter syndrome, it becomes very easy for the people who aren't us to look at that and say, Yeah, 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 you just say that because you're so smart. Yeah. It's not well, a humility or but, right. But they yeah, think yeah, it is. Yeah. But there's plenty of times we where say, we're the not us. I understand that. I agree. <clears throat> but but by by truly just saying, look, it's just, I don't know shit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, now we start to make people realize, wow, I don't know shit either. So, you know, I, my yeah. opinion. Then why are we paying you to come to college? <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining our I job here, Kevin. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not a farming conference. He doesn't have to know everything about shit. Arnar <laughs> did bring that excellent I, I, I will tell you, I agree with you. I think I think the thing is, is when I first got into this, I mean, I've always, I was in debate growing up and all that, and I love to debate, and we can debate forever, but... And you're a master. But, yeah, I'm, oh, I'm God, a master. I hey, I am, <laughs> I am, I am a diamond member of the National Forensics League, okay, so... What well, diamond member? Yes, hey, yes, yes Rotary Club? <laughs> a lot of trips to Kansas City. Um, but, uh... But you know what, what, what I'm what, the more thing I'm talking about is going into the room and being the expert and sitting there thinking if I'm the expert, we're fucked. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. I've had that thought. Like, like, if I'm the SME at the top of that list, they call for the incident. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> so I basically tell everybody, and mostly every time I do, it's like, look, this stuff is so easy, even I can do it. I am the basic yeah. denominator of, like, this is how easy. I am not trying. This is... How little effort it's If you're needed. the smartest person in the room, it's your duty. You're in the wrong room. To, no, it's your duty to educate everybody else in the room. I try not to be the smartest person in the room. Elevate everyone. accomplish that here. So to argue against your 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 statement that imposter syndrome syndrome doesn't exist, um, I think imposter syndrome has two halves to it. One is everything you explained. Where you go, uh, you just realize that there's so much that you will never learn because there's always something to learn because, Thank gosh, goodness. that's the beauty of the world we live yeah. in. Yep. Uh, but the other half that is is that we're really good at simplifying things and putting other people on pedestals. We're really good uh, okay. at going, holy crap, I am never going to be the pen tester that Jason Street is. Like, he is just the god among pen testers. Maybe because he's the most famous, whatever. We're going to go, he's just... All he, untrue statements. Well, uh, he, I, 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 I haven't your disagreed point. with the statement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we, we put people on this... I, I think That's everyone in this room probably gets put on a pedestal That's of some point. sort. And we're making other people feel like imposters, not through any intention of our own. Uh, and then so to go all the way back to what Dave was saying about like, let's make sure we're including people. I think us as people who are uh, at least known figures in this community to to reach out to those people make sure the new people are 
capitalizing on their time properly, having if having a good experience even. Yeah. Um, as someone who uh, I'm one of the the coordinators for the Chicago area Burbsec community, which uh, quick explanation, it's it's local uh, infosec meetups to the area of Chicago that are incredibly popular. Um, as someone who attends most of them regularly, one of my big things is when I see new people, which is every week, yeah. when I see new people, make sure someone is talking to them, engage them in conversation, make sure they're capitalizing on their own time. Like they come and usually the new guy, like you said, we're all introverts, the new guy's gonna get his beer and he's gonna sit in the corner uh, and he's just gonna sit there for three hours and if nobody talks to him, and nobody's gonna talk to him because we're all introverts and we're all afraid to talk to strangers, <laughs> he's gonna have a bad time and then he's not gonna come back. Yeah. Or when um, they open with the, I'm not technically an information security. I hear that like, every single week. Don't yeah. disengage, yeah. Me keep, either, keep, buddy. With them. <laughs> yeah. keep well, going with There's them. one key, yeah. other key point, you are talking about like putting people on pedestals. It's social media that oh. uh, just uh, amplifies that. Yeah. I literally look at my timeline on and Facebook and Twitter. And I'm like, why can't I be that guy? Yeah, right. That guy seems awesome, and yeah. I'm not that. Jason Street, the globetrotter, the richest shit no, globetrotter. No, no, no one right. sees the 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 uncertainty, the doubt, the yeah. like. Right, am I going to screw up? It's right. Like, because I don't want Nobody people does. to see that. Right. Because I don't want people to see that. I'm going to start doing When that. I have problems, when I have. Nobody people, likes those social media. When I go to dinners and I can't eat, it's like I don't make a big issue about it. I don't. Yeah. broadcast that it's always just all the cool stuff that's going it's on like it's the like the Instagram effect I, like yeah, you go out yeah, you go on yeah. travel and you take these perfect Instagram photos but you don't see the, the behind the scenes yeah. there's some yeah. dude like holding it like yeah. a selfie yeah. stick do you want to see the yeah. 6,000 previous photos of that exact scene, <laughs> exactly. scene yeah. took yeah. and so that's an awesome point that's at least nowadays we're getting closer to openly discussing yeah. um, I know I know. I did a whole ben, talk ben about how I, messed up I am. Ben so, and I yeah. and Jason, I know for a fact, and I don't. I just don't know the rest of you that intimately. Uh, yeah. Talk about our having wine. What is that? Yeah. We're drinking. We're going to go. But yeah, there's like there's a we're we're just huge pouches of self doubt. Yeah. We're just made yeah. of that. Uh, and yet, I'm a huge patch of hate. But I just okay. kind of like, yeah, yeah. And, like, like a huge and at the same time, we're all being put on these pedestals as being SMEs in this field and world's most famous pen tester like and at the same time like that scares us yeah and like because now we have this expectation on top of the fact that we don't think we're good at what we're doing in the first place yeah if i'm like if i'm the go-to person for like darknet threat intel and like activism and stuff like that like well, i'm gonna miss shit like we're gonna get fucked i'm gonna miss shit yeah, but oh god, it's a nightmare. But I'm gonna do my best. Pressure on you when you're considered an SME because you still you still don't know everything, yeah. right? Like right. even if you're the smartest person in the room, that means and then and then when you skip something, someone might get pissed. Yeah, so you. tell us about this. I met um, Ben Ten at, at DerbyCon one. Yeah, it's like great guy. And yeah. exactly. Yeah, but he was just an attendee showing up, and it's like, and this guy. Was literally just someone was like, "Oh, I'm just here." It's like it's like it's like he doesn't announce himself, doesn't have a banner. Exactly. Yeah. And I talked to He's him, and I dude. I talked to him at, at uh, Eastside Chicago. Yeah. And by DerbyCon two, he had done this amazing talk. It's like I mean, like I literally wanted to steal all his content <laughs> and just rebrand it, but it's like I didn't. It's like, but it was I was tempted. It's like I mean, he he has he and, and every every year he's coming out with all this dude. Now he's doing a whole bunch of PowerShell stuff. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, and he starts off, and he's like one of those guys that was just an attendee and realized no i can do something it's like and that's the key thing there's not one person in that room 
that doesn't have something that they can I can learn like, from. Like Evan Booth. And it irritates Evan me. Booth. When oh, they don't Booth. Go, yeah, Evan Booth. Yeah. 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 So it just irritates me mm-hmm. when they don't realize that because I'm like, no, yep. I'm here to learn from you guys. It's like I'm soaking up information when we have conversations out, outdoors. Like when you come up with a new co- topic, that's what it's all about. It's not listening just for that one hour. It's like it's great to have that one hour to mm-hmm. hear their undivided what their train of thought is. But then they get off that stage. You talk to them again. Yeah. And yeah. you pose those questions and you, you get in that area. It's like, and if anybody goes to you and they, they get off that stage and they act like they're like, I don't have time for you, well, F them. Yeah. They should oh, yeah. be here. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like, because that's what they're there for. They're effectively they brought themselves. Yeah, they have brought themselves out. And I, and I tell my talk this year. I say, if you come up to me and you say, this is how I broke this protocol, this is how I made this uh, crash, okay, I'm done. That was it. I just showed right. you how it was broken. But what, But how, how do you fix it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Then get off the effing stage. You've wasted my time. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I need solutions, not just how my it's broken. My outlook on life is that you can learn something from everyone, whether it's about yourself or life or a topic. Yeah. You can learn oh, something. Yeah. So whether it's, a, it, whether it's something negative that you take away and you say, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to be like that. Yeah. Or yeah. something positive where you say, I do, and you absorb that, but you still get something out you of it. every something. interaction yes. with every human. Exactly. Treat, treat everyone that you meet as a Zen master that has a, a profound something to teach. But you. don't put them on that pedestal. That's why Zen masters are not on pedestals. So, so, <laughs> so last Friday is my 10 year anniversary of doing Parameter full time. Wow. Freaking decade. So when I decided to do this, a friend of Jason and mine, his name was Ralph Echimendia. And uh, Ralph, is, I love Ralph. Love, 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 love. I I decided to go get a certification, Talk and I met Ralph. And Ralph just hangs out now <laughs> Ralph, in Hollywood. I have He's extremely um, modest. But you know, so so, I I found this guy who just knew so much stuff, but he was just so friendly, and mm-hmm. he was just sit there, yeah. and he was just teaching me so much. Give an example. So, like so, my example is Ralph uh, Ralph uh, consultant on the Snowden movie. Well, he yeah, yeah he consulted. Like, but he's, he's in the Snowden he movie. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Consulted. Uh, he worked with my company when we first started, and Ralph was social engineering. I mean, like he, he social engineered using a stripper. I mean, yeah. who does that? That's a Ralph thing. <laughs> who does that? But you know, um, whatever it takes. So, so yeah. the, the one thing I, I will say, we've been talking about pedestals. We've been ta- talking about that. But when I was trying to learn stuff, Adrian's site, Iron Geek, yes. was one of my big oh areas. My so, so yep. five years ago, we've done Show Me Con for four years. Five years ago, we did a, a, a con with someone else. And they're like, who do you want your keynotes to be? And I'm like, Adrian. I want Adrian. I didn't know if I could talk to Adrian. So I, I, I decided <laughs> I decided I would go seconds with Dave Kennedy, right? Right. So I called Dave Kennedy, and I'm like, hey, can you do the talk? And he's like, I can't. I go, do you think Adrian can? <laughs> and, and, and he goes, I think he can. And I go, uh, can you get me in touch with him? And he said, sure. I first time I met Adrian was down here in this casino. And I just remember seeing him and going, oh, my God, that's Adrian Crenshaw. This is a guy I've been watching on the computer all this time. He's from and the I internet. see him, yeah. and all he does, yeah, yeah, and all he does is I go, he's Adrian. not even a penguin. I go, Adrian, I'm Dave Cronister. It's so great to have you. He goes, you know what? I hear they have a great buffet. I haven't had a buffet in a while, and he went and he ate. Yeah, and I'm like, 
That sounds very That's Adrian. awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's and the most then, Adrian but, thing I've ever but heard. See, the thing is, is this thing is, is I, I got to buffet. know Adrian. I got to know Jason. I got to know Kevin. I got to know Tim. Ben. I'm going to get to know you. I got to know Johnny. <laughs> and, 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 but the thing is, is there's it, the the one thing is, is even though people may be put on the pedestals, you don't see the egos. And I think that that's one of the things that we are doing right as a, as a community or as an industry is we are we do realize that we don't shouldn't believe our own hype. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh one of the yeah. things I I have to actually straight up tell my story. It's like 2003, 2004. It's like I got a Zorus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a Zorus yeah. PDA, yeah, and it's like, yeah. oh my god! And do you know you lucky shit? Oh no! Well, I got the company <laughs> to get it for me. I know I got. Well, I got the company to get it for me. I couldn't yeah. afford it. It's like I got the company to get it for me, and I was going to use it for a triangulation device for Wi-Fi. And if literally that's when I first saw Iron Geek's uh, website, and it's like it, he had all the Zorus tools on it. All the, the I mean, it's like. Oh my amazing. god! That was the first major page I, I had. I just actually. remembered yeah. that. Yeah, that's I abs. I that was, was on it. the same page. Yes, yeah, that like, was oh, the Zorus tools. Yes. Oh fuck! That was Iron Geek's website. That was website. Iron Geek. It was absolutely right. <laughs> yes. It was only. It technically would have been on my my um university website, which I bought Iron Geek for because oh, like this is getting too much traffic. Yeah, two thousand four. So yeah, on the yeah. website. Yeah. So, so famous is shit to me even more. Yeah. So it was so it was DEFCON 15. We're sitting there, and uh, Nikita is like, we're at this like little party thing, and it's like, and Nikita's like, and there's Iron Geek over there, and I'm like, what happened to 17? Because I didn't get there until 17. Really? So it was DEFCON 17. <laughs> it was, like, it, it was old. Of those. You don't know. It's old. I remember going to the wrong bench. person. So I was literally, no, to, no, it was him. It's like, he didn't have the beard, but it's like, it was him. And it's like, and I just remember going up to like, I, 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 I used to own a Zorus man and you were so awesome. Yeah, but I learned that well, my yeah. Zorus wouldn't have been so awesome. I used to have a Zorus. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I started it. And he's like, and our I'm going doing that now. And our yeah. yeah. was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had all those tools on the side. Yeah, that was a, that was a good sign. I'm like, yeah. like oh, hey, like, uh, what's this Saturday Night like, Live? Uh, uh, the copy? Uh, Chris, uh, Oh, what's his name? The guy who died. Chris, Far Chris Farley. Farley. Chris Farley. Where he interviewed the guys and be like, remember, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Remember, remember when Sergeant you were Peppers? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when they was, said you died? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the, the Zorus? <laughs> so I have to you get back some tools. I, I, I didn't realize we all had Iron Geek stories. Yeah. So I have Let's to get mine. Around. I have to get mine now. Um, so you got me uh, my first admin job uh, in academic IT at Harvard. Um, so I was doing help desk. <laughs> That's the first job right there. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first admin job. So I was I was doing help desk and then help desk. He was desk like an admin, admin, like he was like making copies and, and shit. Uh, <laughs> do you do you remember so, when you did that I series see? on um, uh, printer hacking? Yes. <laughs> so um, all of the the printer hacking, and I was like, oh, this is a university. We have a shit ton of networked printers. Let me start looking around. And of course, most of them were exposed to the internet. 
Um, most of them I could download the um, admin interface and then connect to them and do all kinds of stuff. A bunch of them had hard drives on them, so I could pivot from that and do network scans. I mean, and, and most of them were VLAN horribly. Uh, and then I put together a report based on your website's information about printer hacking. Uh, and then that got me like, hey, we just lost a person that does identity management. Um, and uh, do you want to apply That's for this a job? Sentence. Yeah. You lost, <laughs> you lost the person. Where did he go? <laughs> uh, there, there's a he whole. Must have sucked. There's a whole story there about them using their access rights for snooping on students. And I uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, you got me my first systems administration job. Cool. Uh, based that on... research almost got me fired. <laughs> <laughs> but you accomplished something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's. I mean, that's let's let's talk about that briefly. Like if if you're not great at public speaking, and maybe you're also really shy, and you're just not good at like hanging out with strangers. You're not good at teaching a class, um, but maybe you're learning a lot. Run a blog, run yep. a website. Yeah. Yeah. Just when you find out, yep. when you're like, I could not find this anywhere. It took me six days to finally figure out what to do about this. You have a responsibility to put that back on the internet. Don't go on Stock Exchange and say, never mind, I fixed it. Yeah. Oh there my God. God. about like how to tie your shoes. And you'd never think mm. like, I, somebody needs to put this shoe. on the internet, I have, but somebody I, needs to put it on the internet. Shit you not, I have a blog on shoe tying bookmark. I'm not, not just yeah, tying, but it's the best really cool shoe lacing. Yes. Oh, I totally do that. For the best yes. way to yeah. tie your shoes. <laughs> yes, yes. I have yes. bookmarked it. And it was I want, so I wanted custom lacing. Surrounded by 19 cats making a website. If you six. can't be Jason Street, if you can't be Johnny Christmas, Thank goodness. you no can't one wants be, be Jason Street. <laughs> one of us, one of the speakers, one of the teachers, at least throw your shit back on the internet. Yeah. You have a responsibility yeah. to take the knowledge you've obtained and spread it amongst everybody. Well, because well, you could well, that's, where, that's why I created DiceIgingTheHack.com, though it's not gone anywhere, it was to give a place for anybody to post yeah. a blog. Anybody right. could yeah. write a blog and have a place yeah. to post it. And security, yeah. security Tube is another good well, yeah. place. And you could be the next Iron Geek. The thing like, who we're all sitting here going, holy shit, you're yeah. Zorus site. <laughs> <laughs> who would have thought Zorus in 2017 site. we would be sitting in a room with him talking about his stupid Zorus site? <laughs> 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 who would have thought he'd have a beard this long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has its own Twitter account. Right. It's like, I mean, but do you have any Trio 360 apps I could use? I don't believe. <laughs> what was the HP one? That, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yep, yep. Uh, I had one. I can't remember. Palm, yeah, it was the Palm. No, not the the flip up. Oh, it had the was final version. Had the th no, the iPad. The old iPad. The iPad. I rocked that iPad, mother. No, there was a it was a it was a smartphone. Oh. Uh, the, the, it had HPOS on it. Uh, <laughs> is that the one that Paris Hilton had hacked? The, the flip-up uh, one with the he, keyboard? No, that's, yeah. that's yeah. It, looked like a, it looked like a little mouse and you would flip it up. I had one, I can't remember the name of it. No, the final no. version of it had a 3D graphics You were making fun of me and Mike Tyson's Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 you had a mouse phone tricorder. <laughs> Yeah, so, you all don't want a tricorder. No, so, let me hear you say it, cause fuck you. So, yeah, so I know Kevin's gonna say something, but you yeah. know the big thing I wanted to say is, I think we all agree that uh, you know Adrian really, Iron Geek really kind of did pave the way yes. for a lot for of us. a lot of us. Yes. Yeah, and a lot of things. Yeah. Adrian, Iron why Geek did you start like your at the time? Why did you start your your site? I've never got to ask you that question. Oh, this is this is like a, for the groupies. 
Wolverine Origins. I just had a bunch of information about the shop source, and I was figuring out how to get all these tools to run on it. So I was like, well, let me put this out there. And then I started to, I found a tool called Cam, oh, it was it Cam Studio? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I almost started doing video tutorials on how to do various hacking things. Yeah. Yeah. I've been messing around yeah. with Everyone used Cam Studio. Wow. Yeah. The thing yeah. I loved about yours was, is it seemed like you were saying, hey, you know what? You turned on the camera. You weren't sure what you were going to do, but we're going to all learn it together. Exactly. And that really made me feel good about it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's not like, well, I have already rehearsed it 2,500 times, so as soon as I do it, it's flawless. Yeah. It was, hey, guys, let's see if we can get this Look, working. I don't know if this is going to work, but let's try it. <laughs> and, it was, and it was repeatable, yeah. which was really I good. And there's a place for both. I mean, if you're in a, like a toxic scenario and you're trying to give a demo, you might want to have a pre-recorded demo. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. the demo yeah. yeah. wants to sit down like, oh, what does this button do? Well, it doesn't what work. You just delete it yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who's... Uh, Who's it's 2017 starting up a project that is exactly that because it's still a, a valuable, yeah. cool thing and it's just basically he's doing live hacks. It's going to be like, hey, we bought these Chinese routers, and uh, it's me and this guy and this chick, and we're going to sit down and we're going to just uh, start diving in and we're going to see what we can hack on these things. Like they don't even know oh, yeah. going oh, in, yeah. Yeah. and they're, it's just they're just going to do live hacks and he's got a studio and stuff and it's going to. Oh, be for routers you can fly O days like right. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and so it's going to yeah. be like a show that he's going to do weekly or monthly or something like that. They're still working it out, but like I only bring it up because he has the best name for this. Uh? For the guess of the name uh? of this show he's doing for live hacking. Johnny Christmas. <laughs> Stevie Easter. Security <laughs> Theater. He's got, he's got to start the intro with a TSA agent, though, opening up the yes. curtain. Yes. Welcome oh. like, to security theater. Yes. It's got to start off. No, no, way. no. There's two different openings. One is pre-check. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I right. love my pre-check. Sometimes the agent's below yeah. the camera. I love TSA. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we're on another list. Yeah. Yeah, I love pre-check. And I love Global Entry. Thank you. JK NSA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I think we've exhausted that. We've also turned away like ten people at the door, yeah. and Arnar is sitting over there in the yeah. corner. I wanted to point out like, how funny it is that we're talking about including everyone. You stay in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to do a podcast. Go do something else. <laughs> hey, um, I just want to say, Tim, thanks for doing this here. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. you. I was able to get on his podcast a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting in my bedroom. We had a really good exclusive. conversation. It wasn't wearing You were in my bedroom. Just <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I had a whole different visual going on there for a second. I did have my blue snowball as well. Just like oh, just snowballing in that. Tim's like, yeah. what is it? Yeah. But, you got um, blue ball and snowball jokes going on. Yeah. But, but, you know, um, I would say... And Show Me Con is not uh, is not exclusive on this. In fact, far from it. There's so many good cons. Our sister Carolina cons. Con, Nola Carolina Con, Con Nola Con, yeah. Yeah. Circle City Con, oh, I mean, Circle City Con, Nola yeah. Con, Con, our, our, Con. Mid, our Midwest Derby Con, sisters. Yeah. They're all like this. So if you if you are listening to this and you know just. This this is what the speakers are like. Yep. Come up and talk to them, and, and you're gonna find that you're going to have a good time. We're not flying out. No. We're staying drinking and, with and, you. And talking. one and one yeah. last thought, just like there's also ISA meetings 
and yeah. DEFCON group meetings and 2600 yes. meetings 26 and InfraGuard meetings. Yeah. There are small My little groups. If yeah. you've never, you don't have to like, well, crap, I can't give a talk at a conference. I don't Start off at a meeting, at yes. one of those lunch yeah. meetings. Yes. And yeah. start at one of your peers and just do that. It's yeah. like that's, you don't have to jump into the pool. Dip the toe in and stuff, you know, mm -hmm. get that feedback. It's like, but start reaching out and networking. And B-sides. And if yes. you can't find a local meeting, uh, start start to make to, one. To, to inadvertently yes. plug myself. I've given several talks and panels, and they're on my YouTube channel, about making your own. Yeah. How to start. Meetup.com. We did a podcast. I'm a DEF CON group show. global coordinator. <laughs> I have to say, you can start a DEF CON group in your area if there's not yeah. one. Call Jason like, at his home. Yes. You know what? The funniest thing show is like, up I'm going to be at my home. Window. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he's there. Yeah. <laughs> His wife will be like, do you know where he is? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, he doesn't even know where he is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if I can plug uh, Show Me Con really quick. Everybody <laughs> might. Nah, I don't this, mind. Like when a lot, you know, I get asked all the time, like, what's your favorite con? You're everywhere. And I go, like, yeah, definitely, like, at the top, towards the top of my list. Somewhere in there, absolutely show me con. Yeah, uh, yeah. I come here all the time, and everybody's like, Show me con. I don't know that one. Where's that one at? Which is interesting because you guys like sell out every year. Missouri's the show me state, right? Yeah. We, we say yeah. you can't just tell me you got to show yes. me, which is the hacker mentality. See, I thought right. this was a stripper con. I, that's yeah. that's, that's, no, that's it I was so disappointed. Like, mentality. You've been going to the wrong talks. It's I totally have. a stripper con. <laughs> you missed half the day. So, like, and it's my favorite con uh, because. Um, because of the attendees, well, A, you yeah. treat your speakers like fucking rock stars. VIPs. Yeah. Nobody, no con in the U.S., and I'll say this definitively and authoritatively, no con in the U.S. treats the speakers as good. Because you guys are rock stars to me. Yeah. You guys are yeah. my heroes, and uh, but you guys are my friends, and That's you're the only thing. Like, you make friends with all good. You treat everybody good, I'm going to treat you even better. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, and and the other reason I really love this con is the attendees. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. when oh, yeah. I am given a talk and I look out into that audience and I see everyone with their notebooks out, and mm -hmm. I mean their pen mm -hmm. and paper yeah. notebooks yeah. out, writing and looking up and nodding their heads and writing, like, holy shit. Like, you get that feeling of I am conveying something useful to somebody. Yeah. You go to a lot of the other cons and everyone's got their phones out and their laptops, their laptops and they're not yeah, even, yeah. like, they're answering their work emails and shit and they're not even paying attention. It's like, why the fuck? Or their questions aren't actually questions. They're like, uh... Technically, so they all are me. Yeah. Oh, me, ask me too. Ask me too. Me too. Yeah. Can you acknowledge me too, please? Yeah, yeah I just yeah, want to hear myself too, talk. Yeah. I didn't uh, submit to speak, but I'll speak now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, right. yeah. and I think it probably comes from the area. You've got the military base nearby. I meet a lot of military here. Of course, very diligent. This, this diligent like about hours educating It's off the rails. It's great. Like I look. The crowd is very different. Yeah, it's great. No matter what I'm speaking on, I look forward to coming here because I know the crowd is going to be great. Even when you get stopped in the hall. When people ask you questions, yes, constantly. They're very applicable questions. Yeah, yeah. The thing, like, just God, the attendee base here is amazing. I fucking love it. And thank yeah. you so much for putting this together. It's yeah. uh, it's the St. Louis school district, so you know. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys are number four in the nation, I think. Uh, the... Well, for for homicides, <laughs> it's really hard to kill someone. You are like the intelligent quota. So, yeah, all right. Uh, survival of the fittest. So everyone who's still alive. The guys should talk to Detroit. Smart. They got it down. No, Baltimore has more murders uh, yeah. than Dave. Yeah. 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 You're totally right. Like. You made friends with all of us. Like, the, what's one of my favorite stories of all time? I met you in fucking Iceland <laughs> and Reiki with, with Arnar, who insists on sitting way far in the corner. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we just hit it off. 
Me and you and fucking and Renee, your wife Renee, is just the coolest amazing. person on earth. Amazing. Oh, she's, gone she's real hip. With, have you ever gone karaoke with them? <laughs> oh, oh I would my never. gosh. Oh, little fuck, I'll get destroyed. KTV. You, you got to hear them sing. <laughs> I know better. It's like in Bucharest. It's like I've they just Renee shut sing. down the whole we karaoke bar. We were in a band bar. together. So yeah. 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 I've de- so, I've, all right. Sent all right. This is happening. Audio for Renee. This has to bother you. Yeah. We have microphone control. That's I'm a karaoke. No, no. He can sing. He can sing. I would never. Oh, he All shut right. it down. What time He's is it? What time is I, it? Sure. It's only nine. Yeah. We can do this. Yeah. You know what? I know you guys <laughs> right trying here. to find a new yeah. venue. If you can make sure karaoke is at that new venue. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We did We've karaoke. got bars downstairs next year. I will have karaoke in the blues bar. Nice. <laughs> nice. I will make yes. it happen. I got ice up here. We'll get karaoke. You got we, it. We, did it we did it at last Derby Con. Tape, we did karaoke. Right? Magnetic sure. tape. Yeah. Real yeah. or real. Okay. This is real it's or on real. Tape. Yeah. He's going to splice this together. That's what this <laughs> machine is. This Toshiba. It's like a Japanese. Like a, <laughs> He's actually going to use this to like uh, get our voice prints and then like put together. <laughs> so, uh, this is Tim's long game here. <laughs> Zero thickest. My voice is my passport. <laughs> yes. Just verify me. Sneakers reference. Now we got to go. Oh, the fuck the party's so, here. Okay. Already started. Now, now the VIP's got to go to the real VIP party. Right. We'll see you schmucks yeah. later. <laughs> Alright, and now that we've put Iron Geek up on a pedestal, we're going to go to him for the final thought. What's your final thought? This is like Jerry Springer. No pressure. <laughs> the letter of the day is... I have something to say! <laughs> it's better to burn out than to fade away! Ah! I'll take that. And okay. burn out my that's his real voice too. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's his bedroom voice. Yeah. Yeah. Bedroom. <laughs> I can attest to that. Is that okay? Oh yes, snowflake. Feels like shit on my end. That will do it. Hopefully, you learned something. Feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on Twitter at timothydblock. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash e-i-s if you enjoyed the show share it with others and rate it on itunes have a good one